welcome back to Blurred Life with my wife. I'm Courtney, the wife. Hey, everybody. It's Marshall, the non-wife. Welcome, welcome back. Hey, and uh, if you haven't guessed, we're both blurred, so. Yeah, you know, it's kind of in the name of the show, but we've been doing this for a little bit now. Hopefully, y'all got a little bit more of a message, right? Yes, you understand. You're smart. You is smart. We love our listeners. You guys are, can't get anything past you guys, but. Uh, welcome back. Hey, baby. How you doing? Hola. It's been such a long time since I've seen you. I know. Um, we've got to we gotta get back up, man. You know, maybe once quarantine's over, maybe. I know. Go hang out. All right. So. Corny joke's over. Ha. Ha ha. We funnied you. Anyway, um, it's been really interesting. We have, um, we have been doing just a few things around our lives trying to get right and you know self-actualize and become our best selves and all that good malarkey yeah i mean to summarize adulting so (laughs) you know lots of stress and stuff so yeah not to mention what's going on in the world it's like oh this racism is killing me on the inside and on the outside you know no qualms about there's no side where the racism is not killing us yeah it's it's pretty much a circle of 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 killing us with racism i mean i suppose we could go in but like i don't know so let's let's do this because to this point i think that most of our episodes have been what i would term evergreen and we are officially this is our first episode that we're recording where our podcast has been premiered yeah, so Yay. already releasing episodes. Yay, woo, ha Congratulations, congratulations. So wherever you are in the timeline, uh, episode, whatever this is, is the first episode where we will be soliciting you and begging you for likes and shares and, and ratings and following us and all of this great stuff um, that we weren't doing before because yeah. our podcast was not out yet well we have a twitter account so i believe that's oh i don't know i don't know it off the top of my head everything's so new okay. well we have us. an instagram account which is blurred life with my wife yes um so you can go follow us there on instagram and you know it's me and marshall just running it or whatever uh posting stuff about the podcast about you know nerdy stuff what we're up to stuff. yeah you know gotta keep it you know black and beautiful so I uh regularly throw shit into the stories and stuff, so you know. Yeah, that's always fun. And our our Twitter is at B L W M W Pod. So basically blurred life with my wife, just the acronym. The acronym. Yep. Pod. At blurred life with my life blurred life with my wife pod um i can never say the damn name of the yeah podcast if you like correctly. search by like the user's name or whatever so either way but yeah if you can't find blurred life with my wife pod on twitter just follow me at the marshall lp just how it sounds marshall is spelled with two l's um to everyone who's misspelled my name throughout my entire life even though yeah in my it's it's an easy name to spell in my mind but the Marshall LP at the Marshall LP. Follow me, and I'll make sure that you get uh, added to our 
blurred life with my wife uh twitter account yeah. and all my stuff is neo queen celine so neo queen celine on instagram on twitter uh i've got a youtube that hasn't been updated in a, <laughs> in a while but there's some stuff on there if you there's care some to there's look. some dopeness there's some diys there's some yeah, you I mean, know you know if you're into that stuff but uh you know for continuity's sake back when i was you know thinking i was gonna be a youtuber or whatever ha uh all of it is neo queen celine which again I think I mentioned in one of the episodes before is a nod to Neo Queen Serenity, you know, absolutely with Sailor Moon. So absolutely. And and as far as Celine is spelled the way that I always remember it, it's spelled Celine Dion. Right. Like Celine Dion or Keyline with a C. So that would not be right because then you might be thinking of a K. So it's with a C. That's what I'm saying. It's N-E-O-Q-U-E-E-N. C E L I N E Neo Queen Celine Celine like Followers Celine motherfuckers yeah. it's not like Exantigues or anything like that. Nah, but um so yeah, that's that's our really, really rough call to action as far as that stuff is concerned. Like I said, um really happy to be premiered. Super good feedback on the first episode. It seems like so long ago now. Um, yeah, that when we first recorded, but you know. I think you guys will get the hang of it. Again, you was smart. You yeah, was kind. Yeah. I know y'all can do it. Yeah. Super, super faith in our listeners. Um, keep in mind that we do everything on Anchor. So this is not like another Anchor um, ad or anything like that. But you can support us through Anchor as well. So if you want to come and, and, you know, help us make more great content or, you know, give a few dollars, spare something, a few change for something strange. Oh, um we're not gonna be performing anything like there's no like uh what's that thing jazz hands jazz hands that all the celebrities is doing jazz hands i don't know oh but only no. fans yeah, we yeah doing we're, we're, we're not doing we're, that we're not doing nothing strange for change but, but you yeah. you can support us <laughs> forgive my vernacular um but yeah so that's always an option and also on anchor you can leave us a voice message as well and I would love to get some voice messages, and if they're good, we'll go ahead and add them Keep to a show. Cute. Definitely. Um, like, please don't try to like fuck up our mental space. We're not trying to do that to y'all. Like, I don't know. If it's if it, if you don't hear your voice message on the show, it's probably because it was trash. Don't be uh, a demon. Oh, by the way, and side note, uh, just so everybody knows, because you could start doing this too. Um, Karens, just straight up racist people. Um, racist people that are violent, people that are just violent for being violent, people like those little black bitches that threw that black woman into that tr- into that dumpster, and I think it was in D.C. And I'm like, the D.M.V. for real, y'all acting like this, all them people and stuff. There's doing bullshit like that. Um, I like to call y'all demons and devil worshippers because that's devilment there, that's devilry there. Uh, and I can only think of a devil worshiper doing some shit like that. Don't want to hear your prayers uh, and your offerings to Satan. You guys can take that someplace else. Uh, and again, I would encourage our listeners because I know our listeners are not like that. I know y'all are godly people. I know y'all are people that are positive and, and you hear about that no matter what denomination you are or anything like that. So use that. People being racist, people being trash, whatever clearly they must be devil worshipers you tell that to their faces and you tell them i don't want to hear about your offerings to satan i don't want to hear your prayers to satan you being racist because if you got that much hate in your heart and you just love it you must be a devil worshiper so 
to anyone that, you know, feels like they want to be a devil worshiper and like our comments or anything like that, please don't. Um, and if I care to even look at it and respond, you will be called uh, as such. Yeah. Um, there's a very large fuck you from Blurred Life with my wife. If you fit into any of those categories, point blank period, the, the line in the sand is drawn. This is what we do for fun. This is a hobby for us. So don't ever think that you can come on to our spaces that we've curated and, and spew any kind of hatred, bigotry, xenophobia, I um, mean, you can, any of that bullshit. Cussed out, like, and called a devil worshiper because that's what you are, clearly. Point blank. So now that that's out the way and y'all know where we stand, of course, Black Lives Matter. Happy belated Juneteenth to everyone. Getting happy back into a birthday to me. Yes, yes, I. yes. My my love you know, has. If you couldn't figure that out with my wild mood slings from going to being like hateful to happy and stuff you know i think they i think they realized it from the masters in tangential science that we both have i i earned mine about four years ago after hanging around and being with my woman for years it's it's a grueling program but you know what i passed better to four cheat than repeat ago. i mean that's like that's when that's when, married, that's when i earned over like but that's years. what i'm saying that's when i earned the degree oh, okay. i was in study the the time you know leading up and now i've earned the degree and now i can say i'm a i'm a i'm a tangential scientologist all right well let's refocus so what are we talking about today because it's on you boo well oh man um so of course everybody knows that i'm a huge gamer i'm a huge video game nerd blurred and and i wouldn't say who i mean there's people that game much more than i um i don't get into streaming very often i do have a twitch but i stream like whenever i feel like it as opposed to like you know mondays wednesdays fridays from eight to nine i don't well, yeah, i don't do all that currently or in the foreseeable future like a job like no it's purely for the joy of right it. so um but with that said my platform of choice has in has generally always been PlayStation. So um, if you're listening um, and you realize where we are in the timeline of our little meta of not being <laughs> not being in the current time space, then by the time you hear this, uh, you'll realize that the PlayStation um, PlayStation Five reveal event happened the week before uh, Juneteenth, and we haven't had a chance to record. So I wanted to go over that, um, give some predictions give my review of the event and um and just kind of talk about the next generation because i'm going to be a big part of it hopefully i'll be able to secure my launch day ps5 just like i did my ps4 and um, we'll be able to do some flash it yeah i'm really excited for you to get it i mean i don't care for the white one but apparently there's a black one too so well we we won't talk about that because there is some speculation there's no hidden agenda behind that it's not like oh white is not right black <laughs> like it's, it's just aesthetically i i find black more appealing yeah i mean that's loaded but you know <laughs> well you know indeed uh 
But yeah, we'll we'll touch back on that because I do want to go over the uh, look of the console. It's huge, Jesus, and, and and the size of it. So, all right, so that's pretty much what we about today. Sit back, relax, join the conversation. Obviously, what did you think about the Sony PlayStation reveal? Definitely, don't be afraid to add us on Twitter, which we talked about at B L W M W Pod. Haha, got it. Um, or uh, on IG at Blurred Life with my wife. Um, or you know, leave us a voice message on Anchor. Uh, Anchor's pretty cool with that. We leave us a voice message. Tell us what you think, and um, let's get into my thoughts. If I could find my message, mm. my, my little my little list Pri- here. As my mom likes to say, prior planning prevents piss poor performance. I'm sure if you're like an army military brat, you've probably heard that quite a bit. Or if your parents are from the South or uh, uh, I got it from both ends, man. I got my mom from the South and my dad from the West Indies. So, you know, I grew up in a pretty strict household and both of them were the army. So. But yes, I say that to say, not to go on another cha- uh, tangent. I'm just, I'm just saying that all of our Be listeners prepared. are going through a full right. course <laughs> in tangential Scientology by listening to our show. And okay, do you have your information? I, I do have it, okay. but by the end, they'll have their degrees as well. Okay, whatever. Just being, you know, just being around us. Let's let's do it. So anyway. PlayStation 5 conference happened. They did like this super um, produced, uh, real clean, edited uh, video conference. Um, it, it was bounds in a way better than what the uh, the Xbox um, game showcase was, um, just as far as from a production standpoint. And the first thing I want to talk about, like I'm not going to do a review of the whole conference. By now, it's super old and there's probably more newer information out. Um, but I think it'll be fun to come back uh, on my predictions to see what actually came true by the time this episode launched. And I'm sure everybody would be like, oh, Marsh, you was wrong about this. You was wrong about that. Cool. Um, <laughs> that's 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 the point of it all. So um, but first off, we're going to talk about the games that I'm looking forward to the most from this show, uh, just from this show specifically. And of course, we got to start with Spider-Man Miles Morales, like what the fuck like you start off the the conference with some grand theft auto 5 shit but then you immediately go into spider-man miles morales and it's it's yuri lowenthal's voice who plays spider-man in the marvel game the first marvel game but it pans out to reveal miles morales and his mask getting blown off and it it, it looks amazing it's got some uh good kid cuddy music in the background which i know uh my my dearest here would appreciate um it's set in the winter time uh, lots of action and this is this is really what fans of the first game want we just want more spider-man and if you let us be miles morales with his power set and his story i'm fucking for it yeah i can see that i mean um i really enjoyed um the spider-man into the spider-verse the movie mm-hmm. um just for my like casual forays into miles morales uh in that universe and stuff like that um i can't say that i'm like a big like comic book nerd or anything like that um i do enjoy of course like marvel and 
DC, <clears throat> as far as like the movies and stuff like that, I definitely like to go watch, but you know, I'm not, I wouldn't proclaim to be like, oh yes, I know all the backstories and all the different universes and stuff like that. Um, so I'm, uh, excited for you and for y'all. Uh, I'm glad that the boy, whatever, who played, um, Miles Morales in the movie, the voice actor, Shamik Moore is not involved because of, you know, his dumbass comments uh when you know the powder keg that is america blew up in the sunken place poor boy i mean whatever the case may be but you know if you are ignorant and you are willfully ignorant and you understand that you don't know much about a subject i you know why not just be quiet why not say nothing that's what's funny about people that just like fuck themselves in the way that Shamik Moore did. Because you come back and you say that you don't know anything, you know, or, oh, I didn't know this or that or only had a base knowledge or I was speaking without thinking. And it's like, then you ought to have been silent. And it also speaks to your team that just lets you run off at the mouth like that. Talking about, oh, Rosa Parks should have never been on that bus anyway. She should have took a I cab. feel like I feel Are like his team insane? was trying to I feel like his team was trying like he started the tweets. And somebody probably hit him up like, Shamik, no, like, just stop, delete this shit. And then that's when he decided to be like, double down on it. Like, where he was like, no, I'm not. He, I don't, like I said, he's in a sunken place. The, the poor child. But I'm glad that he has nothing to do with it, that he's not going to be the voice. I won't miss that at all. Um, you fucked up your bag, which is just like, even if you're like a basic black person, it's like, you know not to fuck up your bag. You don't well, fuck up the bag. Well, see, I say that, but then. There's all, you know, our, our listeners know yeah. you don't fuck up the but bag. He like, fucked up the bag. And it's just like, come well, on, dude, even. Let, and that's the thing I don't get about people that are in these spaces and stuff like that. Even if you are an asshole, even if you are a racist, even if you are just like the worst piece of shit that ever like walked to earth. Think about your fucking money. At least I, I can respect. That. I feel like the Hate level of narcissism private, that you have so you at that level of success is like because even 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 the homeboy Liam Neeson couldn't couldn't maintain it for forever. Like he had successful career, supported all types of black folks, and then he come out at some point oh, about basically finding hunting, a black bastard to, to kill, kill and all hunt, this. Hunt. And I'm just like Liam, you had the bag. Yeah. So I don't understand. I know. But I know that hurt you. He was one of your faves, Liam Neeson. Yeah, yo. But yeah. Regardless, the, that whole tangent, which really wasn't a tangent, was to say. That I'm glad they gave the opportunity to somebody else. Well, and... let's be fair, because in the first Spider-Man game, Miles Morales was voiced by a talented voice actor named Najee Jeter. So he has reprised that role. Oh, well, good in, for him. Yeah, Miles Morales I'm glad game. That they kept that separate. Yeah, yeah. They, it was never. Shamik Moore was in the Spider-Verse movie in the Marvel well, then game. Well, they should have had um, him do the uh, voice for the movie. Well, maybe he will. Maybe he will. He's very talented. He was in The Last of Us. Najee Jeter, he played the um, Sam. He played the little black boy. Well, they should have kept the continuity throughout. Well, you know, Sony, Sony, Sony did the movie. But Insomniac Games did the game. Do we we have the disc of the movie? Yes. Okay, good because I will never watch it on any streaming yeah, platforms. We, we're or anything not streaming like that. it because Shamik like, fucked up the bag. We already paid for it, so I'm not about to throw it out. Like that's dumb as fuck. Like people and, who and it's paid for and shit, it's a like, blatantly dope out. fucking movie. Yeah, but, but um, it's not getting streamed or nothing like that. Um, and unfortunately, I would prefer that you not stream the soundtrack or anything like that either. Damn. I, mean, I know those artists had nothing to do with it. Damn. I know that you have that one song from um. 
Yeah, I just like Sunflower. What if I what if I stream that outside, from from Post Malone's album? Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Okay. Just okay. Outside of um, see see compromise. This yeah. is what marriage is about. But just don't give it to don't give no views, no listens, nothing like that to anything. That's having perfectly to do with that. fine. And I'm sorry for everybody that worked on it. I get it. You know, y'all got to make money too. Y'all got families too. All sort of kind of stuff. But perhaps. This will help you to be a little bit more stringent. All you got to do, search all you got to do, is remove Shamik from the, the sequel. The sequel is scheduled for October 2022. Put out a press release. Hey, after careful consideration, we've decided to move away from Shamik as you know our star will be recasting. I mean, my thing is, even and if it kind of is out, what it is. If you were to put out a genuine, because the thing is, he doubled down. He went and right. he did like an IG live where he was talking about how stupid he was. I mean, I'm saying how stupid he was. He was trying to explain it and stuff like that from his point of view and not apologizing. Then he, I guess, tripled down and did another IG live where he was like, yeah, 10 toes down in this shit. I'm a piece of shit. I mean, again, this is what I was hearing. He wasn't, he wasn't calling himself a piece of shit, but I mean, he was, um, if you were to have a genuine apology and say, hey, I educated myself. I was trying to, you know, endear and engender myself with whomever he was around who thought it was a good mm-hmm, idea mm-hmm. for him to say some shit like that. I don't want to, you know, say anything about what race they might be and what leanings they may have mm-hmm. and whether or not he would be a token in that group. And mm-hmm. he still feels the need to um, ingratiate himself. But. If we were to move away from that, say I have taught myself, I've learned these things. I've actually looked at like evidence of the fact that black people are not equal or have rights in this country for real. Um, And like apologize and like, you know, I can't be mad at you forever. Everybody changes. I know there was some fucked up shit that I said in my younger years trying to be funny or not understand things and stuff like that. I mean, shit, people's brains don't fully develop and mature until they're like, what, 25? And after that, you're actually an adult and you're able to make like informed decisions and you're not just doing shit because you're a dumbass bitch. Like, so yes, everybody has room to grow and things like that. But it's like, you have to be open to it. And I don't think he's open to it. And I think he's, you know, being bullheaded and thinks that, oh, I'm just right. So I'm not saying people should just be canceled. And that's it. Unless it's something like totally and completely and crazy egregious. And you're just not trying to learn or anything like that. You know, I think the issue is when people give chastisement and then they just say forever chastisement and totally write people off. People grow from chastisement. That's the whole reason why you tell somebody you did wrong. This is the punishment. You need to feel how wrong this is. You chastise them. And then whether or not they grow from that, because that's the whole point. That's what you do with children. You tell them this was wrong. You did bad. You chastise them. And and then they have the opportunity to grow from there and you expect it. I, I think that's what you should do. People should be chastised again depending on what they the how level you know how how high or how egregious you know the infraction is you can there determine like is this something you can grow from or is this just really just part of your dna like your disgusting piece of shit that will never change or if it's something like you're ignorant you have the chance to give yourself some knowledge and see if you change your views and so that's how i feel about this like it's egregious it's very irresponsible, especially in the time frame that we are in, because of course, then you're going to have white supremacists looking at you like, oh, see, see, there's a black boy who, who gets it and understands why can't the rest of you niggers get it? Like, so it's very irresponsible for the way that he, he did that. But 
it's not something that I say like for the rest of your life you should just be canceled and never have a career you shouldn't have a career right now and especially not until you show us that you've learned something but anyways again on a tangent but again having to do with the fact that I'm glad he's not involved and just make sure that all of this stuff is on the midterm because our listeners are being very well educated right now and not only common fucking sense but tangential Scientology like we talked about yeah there's nothing wrong with it but I guess I guess my input would be that I don't feel like somebody needs to be canceled forever like I agree with that but I don't think he should be Spider-Man like hashtag Naji Jeter for yeah, I mean, into the Spider-Verse 2 like, that um you know he that opportunity should be gone I don't think you should never get any other opportunity yeah no I mean you should still you know I mean you're an actor act obviously that you would know be the punishment you should but you shouldn't be out. you shouldn't be Spider-Man I, I, I really and, and Sony has already taken a stand with um, if, if, you know, people that remember by the time this comes out, like the Sony PlayStation five event was supposed to be a week earlier. And then the tragedy, um, the murder of George Floyd happened and they ended up pushing the event back a week because, you know, it's a PR move, but it was the right move yeah. to say like, Hey, our voices aren't the ones that need to be heard right now. There's more important things going on. And I think that they, they earned a lot of clout with me for that because, not only was it right and true, but it, it showed a level of sensitivity. So hopefully that level of sensitive sensitivity extends to Sony pictures and the movie making branch to just say, Hey, Shamik, like, we love you, man. Like we, 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 we hope the best for you, but at, at this point in time, you're not the right person for us to be, to be putting our, our investment and our money behind to spearhead the rest of this franchise because of things that you said that, are against the 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 demographic of people who were largely aiming the movie at. And it's not to say Into the Spider-Verse 2 is a black movie, but it has a black lead. And, I mean, at the end of the day, it didn't do gangbusters at the box office, but I think that it earned a lot of its uh, acclaim after the fact. I mean, of course, it's an Oscar-winning film. Um, that, so... But also, you know, from word of mouth and streaming and, and, and DVD sales, this movie has blown up um, to be what it really deserved. And I, I was really upset that I didn't see it in theaters. But if Shameek Moore is the Miles Morales and in Into the Spider-Verse 2, I definitely won't be seeing that in theaters. Yeah, um, I think they definitely have a big opportunity here because it's voiceover work. To be, I mean, it's still, you know, hours of work and stuff like that, but still, you know, you don't have to reshoot action scenes and stuff like that. You right. can get someone to come in right. to do that. And I'm sure, I mean, well, I'm not sure, but it would be smart, of course, to have some sort of morality clause or, you know, not so much morality, but as far as how you are to comport yourself in public with your name being associated with Sony that if you are deemed to have violated that, then, you know, they can protect themselves in um, uh, canceling or, I don't want to say reneging, but voiding his contract. Um, Because you know Sony going to get the bag. Sony going to secure the bag. Yeah, I mean, I I hope so. Uh, And then just another point, uh, because I know you, of course, know, and I want to assume a lot of our uh, listeners know and stuff like that, but I know that there's some people that are confused when they say, oh, all of this over one man, you know, George Floyd and stuff. That is the match that lit the flame and blew up the powder keg. 
because of course we all know that he is not the first clearly and unfortunately and disgustingly he is not the last i think since all of this started within what there's been a month less than a month there's been 121 black people killed by police and then we have strange fruit popping up all over the you know the united states and if you don't know what i'm talking about with that what i'm talking about is lynchings we're seeing black people hanging from trees or people of color because there was a young man i believe in texas who was of um hispanic descent that was that was found lynched from a tree and they're trying to say that we are committing suicide and all this other so you know it's not just about george floyd george floyd clearly but the thing is you you these people are so entrenched in their hatred that they don't even care or understand or even try to think about the fact that you are now more than ever besides the fact that we had videos and stuff like that uh before and your body cams before you are now more than ever being watched because people have nothing but fucking time because it's still we're still quarantined there's still people out of work i mean we're at great depression era levels mm-hmm, of unemployment mm-hmm. so people are at home doing nothing and so sad. they have nothing but time to be out on the streets to be looking at you to be watching you to to be protesting and things like that to be rioting and to be looting and you still are kneeling on people's necks are shooting people that are unarmed are like just doing all types of wild crazy shit because you literally and we know we're seeing it you have been taught and you have been trained that if a black person is sassy at the mouth at you if they don't just recognize your authority you know right off the bat and just do whatever you say regardless if what you are asking them to do is illegal and a violation of their rights and you have to have cause and if they ask for your supervisor you should get them you are beholden to us and you hate it you hate it especially if it's coming from black skin to realize that you are beholden to us that we are the ones that you are supposed to be setting your standard for and meeting our standards of what we think that you should be doing to be a good cop and and not correcting that that as soon as that happens your immediate thought is i gotta call i gotta kill this nigga like and you're still doing it it's wild to me but also not because that's just how y'all are it's ingrained in y'all of course you couldn't just switch it off after you know that we looking at you and that you could possibly lose your job and then y'all got y'all niggas walking off the job and quitting and stuff like that good bye you will never get a job anywhere else the only people that can act like that is police that can have multiple complaints against you for for excessive force and you can they just passed a bill in Ohio that now it requires police officers to have graduated high school. Do you understand that that means that there are police officers on the force in Ohio that don't even got a fucking GED? These motherfuckers only what completed middle school, maybe if that. And you supposed to be telling me about the law and pulling somebody over and stuff like that? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, it's ridiculous, man. It's ridiculous. They ask you to have minimum a high school diploma to what? Work at McDonald's to work at fucking uh, AT&T or some shit like that. And you are a police officer carrying a gun. And you don't even have to have a GED. Until now. Because of everything else that's going on. If, if none of this happened, they still would need a to have a GED. A public servant. You are essentially in the government. You are a public servant. 
you getting a pension, all types of shit, all types of benefits. The power to wield life and death for somebody. And you don't even have to have a high school diploma. And that is not knocking anybody that doesn't have one. There are plenty of people that don't have them, that are doing well, that are smart, that have taught themselves. I mean, you do not need to be a part of the institution to be educated. It's just that if you are going to be in the institutions and stuff like that, that they, most of them apparently until now in Ohio, require to show that you can learn but you really don't need to be a part of that to actually learn to go to a library to read books and there are plenty of people that prove that and do that every day but if you're going to be a part of the system I at least would like to see that you can show me that you can learn and apparently and and when we have seen these motherfuckers don't learn they're not smart and now we found proof that these niggas is dumb as fuck what the hell but anyways, that's just to say off of that, that point about, you know, since the stuff with George Floyd and, and, and PlayStation pushing back the release. And I know there's a lot of white people that are people who don't understand saying, oh, off of one man, off of one dude, you know, who was a criminal, which again, it was alleged that that $20 bill was counterfeit. And even if that's the case, so what counterfeit bills now equal death in the street, like a dog? No, that's disgusting. And that is criminal. Um, but of course, like I said, that's the, that's the match of the flame, of course. And then again, after it, you continue to brutalize and kill us and mutilate our bodies. So. It's crazy. And, and I think this, this is an important conversation to have because not only am I just enjoying listening to my wife and passionately discuss these things because it's exactly how I feel. But also from a meta standpoint for the show itself, I'm really interested in when this show is able to be premiered because it's going to bring back up a conversation that may have dwindled down a bit. And that's not what needs to happen. We need to be continuously having these conversations and continuously bringing light to these issues i don't ever want it to get like oh, okay that was the issue at that time and now we've moved on or, or anything like that like no we still talking about this shit because it's still affecting us and it's still dis- disproportionately affecting us and to be a black man in this country and know that one in 1000 of you will be killed by the police statistically how the fuck do you live like that where's the decency to know or to, to 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 have the liberty of, of going somewhere, driving to work, knowing that one in 1,000 of you will be killed by the police. Yeah. Sorry, I keep on going on these, like, militant tangents, and we're supposed to be talking about the PlayStation. Like, this is our show. Yeah. It. Sorry, I don't want to hijack, you know, what you're saying. So uh, I'll try to rein it in or whatever. No, nah, these conversations so, need to happen, babe. Uh, it was like you know james baldwin was saying basically like to be black in america is to be in like a constant state of rage and it's just which god by the way a lot of y'all quote him and stuff like that and are not into the lgbtqia you know uh, like black trans lives matter and non-binary you know black the black lives matter and stuff like that and when you know that he was gay and you guys love to use him but let's you do have to acknowledge that. But regardless. That's news to me, honestly. I did not know that James Baldwin was gay. I don't 
care about him being gay. Like, and you shouldn't. But, but my thing is the people that's that cool want to, know. to argue about, you know, let's not talk about gay black lives or trans black lives and um, let's just focus on black lives matter and blah, blah, blah. It's like, you like the distinction when we're talking about black men and we need to protect black men and all the stuff talking about black men. But then when we talk about black women being thrown in dumpsters and being hit by skateboards when they reject a man, even if they were even if they were quote unquote rude about the rejection, that was another video that came up on the internet or raping us and then killing us or just raping us or abusing us and stuff like that. And same thing with, with gay and, and transgendered and non-binary black people and, you know, um, other abled black people. Mm-hmm. And it's like, Oh, mm-hmm. let's not make the distinction, but we can make the distinction for trifling black men. Now I've all, I've really am only surrounded by black men that I can be proud to say are my friends and family, um, and things like that, but I will still advocate for all of y'all. All of y'all deserve to live. All of y'all deserve to be able to go to the ripe old age of whatever to be trifling ass niggas. You know, I think you should live long enough to do that. Maybe change if you if you if you want to. But I deserve that you are. You know, I feel like you are able and deserve to be a jackass for the rest of your life, and may it be a, a long life. Um, but you're still trifling and disgusting. Um, you know, but that doesn't preclude you from being a person and you know being able to live, you still live, live a, right. a long life of having many seats and being trash uh and getting the fuck out of my face but you know y'all can't seem to not you all um again i'm just talking about the ones that are trifling can't seem to you know give us the same grace and um you know respect but whatever you know yeah, that's something that has been prevalent for me on social media since I joined since I joined social media again to uh help push for the show for our premiere is clearly a conversation going on about um and this is definitely getting way off topic at this point but fuck it um the way that black men don't support black women and how black men want to be the oppressors or to become the new oppressors and all this other type of stuff and it's just like these are part of the reasons why I left social media because spiritually and, and emotionally and mentally for me, I can't fight these battles all the time. Like I can't, I can't continue to advocate for good black men who try to improve and try to listen and try to try to humble themselves and, and put themselves in a position to oh, yeah. and be they better. Corny. All the other dudes. Oh, yeah. Corny. You oh, get, like pandering I'm to a black women and blah, blah, blah. I'm this, I'm that. Like I had a whole campaign on my last podcast that black women are ethereal and I had merchandise and I had shirts and I had hella support, hella support. And I appreciate everyone that that tweeted and retweeted or, or posted on Instagram or or advocated for that message because black women are ethereal and I'll never forget and I tweeted this last week, the the, the pushback that I got from people about that campaign From black men which was crazy to me oh you pander into black women first of all of course pander has a, a negative connotation but who the fuck cares why aren't y'all pandering to black women what the fuck did we ever do to y'all where it's like they don't deserve that what it's crazy and y'all y'all out here pandering to fucking hey jewels and shit and her white ass having fucking should i wear this shirt that basically says niggas lie and it's like you definitely can't wear that shirt 
and you saying nigga and stuff like that and you got um i forget what the name of that boy who was a good singer but had fucked up teeth and looked jacked up and it's like we ignored that from you because you could sing and then you out here pandering to yes jewels oh yeah you don't you don't like him i forget his name oh, too yep. and i will and i'm glad to have forgotten his name don't need to hear it again whatever don't need to know it you can be canceled for for life or until you come back and say that you understand where we were coming from but you double down and a facebook live also clearly drunk about how th- then trying to say that we do all the stuff that we do to ourselves and stuff like like why not pander to black women? Y'all pander to everybody else. Oh, y'all Hispanic women are spicy and stuff like that. And if they cuss you out in Spanish, then that's cute. But if black women cuss you out, it's just, you know, we, we angry. And that's nothing against, because although I'm a black woman, I'm also a woman. There's nothing against women. I love women. I love, love and adore black women. Black women. I'm not even saying brown women. Black women. Right. If you are of African descent and you're a woman, even if I hate your personality, I love you. I may think you're a cunt. Sorry for saying it, but you're a black woman. And so there is a, there is automatically going to be love there. You know, this is, you are not precluded just because of your horrible attitude and stuff like that. And I might cuss you out and say you're a piece of shit, but I think that you still should be honored. And also respectability politics got to be out the door. Oh, she don't deserve respect because she's a whore that's or so, she's that's, a, a roller that's or whatever. Worst, yeah. That's, you know, PG slang or whatever. I don't even know if they use it anymore. I'm, you know, I'm older. <laughs> I don't know what the slang is now in PG. I haven't been there. I haven't been back in years to my hometown. But half of you niggas would have never had sex without them. So you better thank them. Praise them because a lot of these other girls that have self-respect wouldn't touch you. So thank God for those women and respect them. They deserve it. And that reminds me of a of a lyric that Drake said. He said, I only make music for niggas that get pussy. Like, and that's so real to me. And and I, hopefully the people listening, if any of y'all are, are, are holdovers from my previous podcast, Legion of Love podcast, and listening to my beloved and and just hopefully coming to an understanding of the mindset that was impressed upon me because I had a lot of growth to do. Like I was, I was not the way that I am now. And and by grace of this woman, I've been able to awaken in a sense and and have a better understanding to say like, yo, black women are ethereal. It doesn't matter what your story is. It doesn't matter where you came from, what you did, who you did it with. Like, no, you deserve to be praised. You deserve to be, held up and a problem that i saw in the community was that there wasn't enough praising of black women there wasn't enough unbiased unfiltered unadulterated love and it's like why can't we just love each other so that's where the black women are ethereal campaign came from and i like i said i I don't ever want people to feel like we're unappreciative of the support that we did get Mm -hmm. um and and just like I said, I'll never forget. <clears throat> excuse me, I'll never forget the the lack of support or the contradictory support that I received from some black men, and and there were some black women as well. But you I know think... what? That's okay. Like I can deliver my message without your support, and I can still feel secure and double down on my message of support for you because some black women have been so hurt. That they that they hear something like black women are ethereal and they immediately go on the defensive. And I, I mean, I, I can't fix what happened to you. I can't be the person that you need me to be, but I can be the person that my wife needs me to be. Well, and I will say to that point that 
I don't think all the time it has to be um, that someone was hurt or anything like that. So not to belittle anyone who right, may right. be taking the stance of I don't want to be called ethereal because they think of ethereal of being like light and airy or um, a sign of weakness and not being like grounded and strong and things like that. Because part of the message is really if you if that doesn't fit you and you think that you want to be called by something else. I think that there are people out there that would call you by that as well, too. I think that there there are spaces for everybody. There are spaces for women who do want to be called ethereal. Mm. There are spaces for women who do want to be saying you are you are earth mother or whatever. You are grounded. You are strong. You are immovable, whatever. You know, not everybody has to say those messages, though. But, but I think that there should be spaces for everybody to find what they're looking for to say this is who you are. This is what I see you as. And you are beautiful. And I'm going to pander to you since people want to use that and stuff like that. So it's not to say that you are wrong or you are, you must've been hurt for you not to receive that message and stuff like that. But I think that there are spaces too, where you can say, thank you brother for the woman who, who needs to hear this and they see this reflected in them. And I don't see that reflected for me, but I know that there's someone who's saying, what I need to hear and showing that they see my personality and what I see myself as and stuff Mm -hmm. like that too. You don't have to take it as a front. You don't have to take it as an attack. What we're saying is that we love black women. And if you find this to be, you know, how you, how you see it and this is how I see y'all, then I'm glad. But if you see the message from somebody else is saying, as long as we are not like, as long as we're not just trying to disparage everybody and say, Oh, well that's wrong. And you're wrong for how you're talking about women. Because Although black women, I don't want to call it a stereotype, but it kind of is because it's a double edged sword where it's good and bad, where we're known for being strong and taking shit or taking over shit or leading the charge and stuff like that. Like that also means that we got to take shit. We got to take shit all the fucking time and and we gotta grin and fucking bear it and if we don't then we're weak or whatever or but also if we get you know loud about it you're angry black woman or why are you so bitter and stuff like that but then you want us to stand in front of you and, and we protect you with our bodies and we protect you with our hearts and our souls and our voices and stuff like that and it's like we just want that in return I mean there was plenty of times where I felt like I had to protect myself. I had to use my loud ass mouth and, and you know, we used to play quote unquote the dozens or going at each other or whatever like that in college where we have parties and drink and stuff like that. And, you know, I'd be going at people and people would be going at me and it would be fun and stuff like that. But sometimes, you know, people say shit that hurt and it's like, yo, is nobody going to fucking say nothing to stick up for me? And no, I couldn't have nobody do that. Cause yeah, it's all fun and games, but and stuff besides that it's like you gotta protect yourself but it came to a certain point where i was like yo, i'm fucking tired i don't want to have to protect myself all the time i want somebody to fucking say something and that's on a very small level and black people deal with that or black women in particular because of course black people black men deal with that but black women in particular are who i'm talking about yes black trans women black trans men because i you know a lot of times when people talk about trans people they're always saying yeah trans women are women trans men are men don't forget trans men okay they are part of that they're, they're part of that mm-hmm. and nobody ever talks about them i mean in general trans men and trans women but nobody ever talks about them trans women are women and trans men are men and i don't care what your politics are what your religion is and stuff like that like regardless of that and how you feel 
And I think it's right to call people how they want to be called and things like that. But regardless of that or how you feel, they are people. And they deserve your respect. People deserve, they deserve rights. They have not done anything to you. They also fight for us. I mean, and if you are homosexual, the whole charge led against the United States and people and stuff like that for, for gay people to get rights and stuff like that. And Stonewall was led by what? A black trans woman, black women and black trans women are always leading the charge. Always, always. Mm -hmm. So you should be grateful and you should be thankful. But if you can't do that, you can look at them as people. They're not demons. They're not some other subhuman thing or anything. They are still people. They're still God's children. Again, whatever denomination you are, even if you don't believe in God or whatever, you understand that their people are people, right? They are people and they deserve to live and they deserve to be treated with respect and they deserve basic human decency. Basic. But regardless, again, like I said, we're talking about black women, like, I don't know why it's so hard to say and admit that we get the short end of the stick. Like y'all love to quote Malcolm X. Y'all love to quote, you know, y'all love to quote um, Martin Luther King Jr. You really love to quote Malcolm X when it comes time for like women's awareness or Mother's Day or something like that. Or if it fits your narrative to say that the black woman is the most disrespected and the least protected in America, you love to do it, but you put no action behind it. And we're talking about all black women. Again, I really, you, you can stop the respectability politics. And it's like y'all niggas do that shit so that other women can be like, yeah, I'm better than her. I deserve respect and she doesn't. And they'll protect me, but they won't protect her. And I'm happy about it. That's the same thing with the respectability politics with, with, with black men. Oh, a black man with a college degree is so much better than a black man that doesn't have one. He deserved to be respected and stuff like that. And oh, I can walk in white spaces and be accepted because I know how to wear a suit that's tailored. And I know how to speak because I have a, a very highly, you know, um, cultivated um, lexicon. Um, so I just, I know how to speak to them. I know how to code switch. Most of the people that we're seeing that are getting killed by the cops, unfortunately, just the majority are not men who you would think are oh yeah he walks around in a suit and stuff like that but we're mad about it right because we know that they deserve to live right you guys are not precluded from them black men who wear suits and are you know part of the quote-unquote talented 10th and stuff like that they're also still getting harassed and going home to their nice houses and getting the cops called on them because the people in that area don't believe that they live in that house or should be there but it's all of us. So like, can we stop the respectability politics? And also if you understand the reference of the talented 10th from W.E.B. Du Bois, he did also say that although you may be a part of the talented 10th, your responsibility is to help everybody else. That is your responsibility. Don't just get up there and use your intelligence and think that I can leave everyone behind. You have a responsibility. Period. But that might be too much and you're already thinking about a whole bunch of other shit and you can't think about anyone else and nobody cares about the marginalized of the marginalized because somebody got to be on top you're too worried about wanting to go from being the the oppressed to the oppressor uh and you can't be the oppressor without somebody to oppress because if you're not on the bottom you know somebody's got to be on the bottom but whatever it's crazy. It's um 
You know, I just like listening for real. Well, you know, about PlayStation. <laughs> I mean, I just like listening. I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I woke up with this on my spirit, and I was looking at stuff, and they were talking about the young lady who um, had been thrown into the dumpster, and so black black women came together, and you know, although some of the stuff may have been material and stuff like that, they were giving her clothes, gave her makeup and stuff like that. Her smile, she was really happy about it, and even if you may think that it's you know superficial and stuff like that. Like that brightened her day. Now, of course, you know, if she needs um, therapy from that, if she needs help, if she, you know, has issues with with her housing or her living conditions, I hope that we are able to try and, you know, help her with that as well. I think it's great the whole crowdfunding that we're doing for people that are going viral, especially like the do um, get this dance. Uh, you about to lose your job, woman. You know, people were, you know, I think she had GoFundMe. She had a cash, um, a cash app that people were donating to because she was struggling with addiction and and um, homelessness. Um, I think that's great because a lot of times, you know, people go viral for stuff and make no money off of it, get no help. And then the people who make the memes and the music um, and all that other kind of stuff are making money off of it and they don't see a cent of it. So I'm glad that we are trying to change that narrative and and help people out. I hope that we can do that for her too. Um, but also she, she needed that even if it, even if it was for a moment a day or whatever, you know, but, but seeing that, you know, had me thinking about all this stuff today and we were supposed to come in, um, record about something else, but it, I guess I couldn't, I can't keep it inside. Um, and I go to work every day and I have to, you know, be professional and I work with, you know, mainly, you know, in the 90% people who are not black or non-black, you know, um, and it is inappropriate for me, um, to have these type of conversations, um, and whether or not you think, oh, this is not inappropriate and in this time you can take advantage and stuff like that, that's fine, you know, um, I take a different approach at work and I'm not, I don't really talk about my personal issues or anything like that. It's far removed. I'm strictly there to work. I'm strictly professional. I work all day and I work hard. Um, it is in these other areas that I feel that it is most appropriate for me to voice how I feel, but it's like, it's stressful as fuck. And sometimes I try to do other stuff like play games or read manga or watch anime or watch movies and shit like that. But you know, it comes out, you know? At, at, at some point it's going to come out so I guess this is where it's coming out but yeah it's a it's an evil world we living in you know the <laughs> as the uh, fuck boy god future would say you know from his psalms uh, yeah it's an evil world we living in I just like listening because if this is what, you know, you need to get off your spirit and, and you should be able to use your platform for that and you should be able to be heard and you should be able to be listened to. And if anybody was listening to this, this show to this point and have turned it off because it's not what, you know, you wanted to hear or. Um, you know, you, you just didn't want to humble yourself and, and, and listen to, to a black woman speak her truth and don't come back. I mean, I, and I won't even, so I, I appreciate that sentiment and, you know, if I'm, if I'm coming from a place of hurt or anger or anything like that, I probably 
my first initial will be to agree with that too. But I think in these days I've done a lot of just over the years, I've done a lot of changing too. You know, when I was younger, I was definitely a lot more prudish. I was a lot more close minded, you know, and I think a lot of that came from the way that I was, was raised. But in growing up, you know, you can't always fall back on the way that you were raised and, you know, whether or not I'm just opening up the floodgates to be open-minded and stuff like that, you know, I don't even know what your reasons will be for if you were to turn off or go away from this because, like me, maybe you need a reprieve. Maybe you need to not hear about this shit and you need just some someplace to mindlessly consume something that is a part of the shit that you like that, you know, gives you some joy. And if you need to do that, I can appreciate that, you know? you deserve it. Um, because I, I, I consume things that help me with that, but also, you know, I gotta, I gotta let stuff off my chest too. So if you can appreciate that and you're listening, I appreciate you. If you gotta, you know, turn it off because you just, it's been too much. You've already been listening to too much. And this is, you know, the break that you needed. I'm sorry, but I, I understand too. Now, if it's for another reason where you're just like, go oh, fuck niggas or whatever. Like, oh, yeah, I'm not yeah. trying to listen to that. Even though you know that this is a podcast for blurred shit, which is black nerds, which is like to think that we would not talk about what's going on to black people because clearly why we identify as black, then that's a whole different story. It's but the if reason you are the exhausted, show is called blurred life and not nerd life. Yeah. That intersection will always have the possibility of coming up on our show and i stand by what i said my wife is going to be more understanding but if to her point you know that this is information that you need and you know that this is it it can be possible that it comes up on our show and and you just want to remain willfully ignorant that's who i'm talking to that's what i'm saying you to take a break and come back I would encourage you to take a break and come back if you if you feel it in your heart to do so. Um, I'm only saying that if it is like malicious or anything. That's like what that, I'm saying. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, we saying the same thing, but yeah. um, you know, it's just it's hard, you know, because I don't people want black women to be so strong and stuff like that, but then they also call us so soft hearted because we want to include everybody and whatever. But it's like. don't all lives matter us you know in quotes don't don't do that to us about oh it should just be all you know black lives and that includes all of us it's like that that's what they saying when we're talking about oh it should just be all lives and that includes everybody and it's like my counter to that is okay so black lives matter well all you if you're saying all lives then you agree that black lives matter that's what you're saying logically so why not just say black lives matter because you know that your life matters if we're talking about a white person or something like that more than a black life and that you get a lot more liberties um just in general from the protection of your white skin than than black people do but you don't want to admit it and you're also scared of there being a a flip in the hierarchy and you don't want to be down you don't want to be treated how black people are treated you don't and you know it you won't admit it you don't want to say it because you don't want to go against your argument, but you know it. But that's the same thing with with you people that are just like, just say black lives. Don't say black women. Don't say black trans women. There's never a mention of black trans men, which is just like, the fuck? So don't say that. But there's, it doesn't even come up in conversation for them to even say don't say that. 
Um, and I think that the distinction between that is warranted too, just to say trans black trans lives matter or trans lives in general, but there's never a distinction. No one ever says trans men. I don't know. I don't know what that's about, but whatever. Um, you know, black LGBTQIA lives, non-binary, um, you know, pansexual, um, you know, asexual, whatever, like those, those lives you know, we, we don't need to make those distinctions, you know, differently abled bodied. We don't need to make those distinctions, you know, differently mental, you know, um, mental capacity or whatever, however you want to say it, um, or enabled or disabled or whatever, you know, we don't need to make those distinctions. And it's like, but we do, because those are also marginalized groups within marginalized groups that deserve protections. I mean, we're trying to protect you, and as black men, you always want, you know, men always want to say, oh, we're the providers, we're the protectors and stuff like that. But who's protecting us? Black women and all these other groups. And right now, that's what we're doing. We're fighting for you and we're marching for you and doing whatever we can, however people can for you. And we just need you to say the same thing for us. Because, I, you know, I hate to say gender roles and stuff like that, but traditionally, you're supposed to protect us. You're supposed to help us. Even though black women are the ones that are screaming the loudest and stuff like that and, and walking out here and, and doing what we can for y'all, like y'all tend to be the ones that are the figureheads and the ones that people are looking at. So you got to show that you care about us. We care about y'all. These people who are marginalized care about y'all. They're not just marching for themselves. So why can't y'all do the same? I don't understand it. And again, this is just to say that I think everybody within our marginalized group and sub marginalized group matters and your life matters and your story matters and your hurt and your pain matters. But my thing is there, there's a lot of people who don't acknowledge that and reciprocate that for everybody else. And I know you got your own stuff to deal with and stuff like that, but so do we, but we're fighting for you. And we know that in fighting for you is going to help us too. So why can't you also know that in fighting for us is going to help y'all too? Like if it's such a, oh, we're helping all each other, then why not make the distinction and why not say it? Why can't you? I don't know how it's going to, like, how is it going to hurt you? Like, I see all these people clowning black women or, you know, all this other kind of stuff. Again, to bring up the girl that was, you know, dumped in the in the dumpster like trash. And they was all up in there laughing and shit and, and taking videos and taking pictures of her. Who are you impressing? Just your boys? Or you think you're going to show it to some girl and she's going to think it's funny or cute or some shit like that? And it's like, first of all, anyone who does think it's funny and cute, like your trash but anyone who has some sort of self-respect or who cares about our community if you look at that like it's like yo why are you showing me shit like this this actually a hundred percent turns me off from you if someone were to tell me that they did something to a trans woman or a trans man or they disrespected them or hit them or whatever and luckily i don't hang out with people that would do some shit like that i'd be like oh you're a piece of shit and we never need to talk again like that don't make me look at you as a man or someone who's strong that's beating up on someone that's literally less strong than you or ganging up on them. 
to hurt them that'll make you a man that'll make you cool like so I don't get where the like where this thought is but what you just have pent up aggression and you're gonna take it out on the first person you see that don't look like you or that you know that you could get some other people to gang up on and stuff like that like because you can't do it to the people that got their boots on your neck that's weakness so um but yeah <laughs> again a long ass tangent i don't know if we can even recover this episode to talk about uh playstation stuff no okay yeah so i guess but we're gonna good. rename this to something else but yeah i mean it's 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 really one of those things where part of the part of the reason why we wanted to do this show is to have our own space to you know not only spend time together and discuss things that we think are cool but discuss things that 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 matter to us and this show is is a reflection of us so if there's something on our hearts i would never want to say oh let's talk about playstation when you know there's clearly something on your heart and then by reflection of that my heart because like I was saying before, like the Black Women Are Ethereal campaign came from this woman sitting here next to me. Like it's it's a direct response to what I learned and what I was trying to do to not only be a better black man for her, but be a better black man, period. And there is a sense of our community being fractured and divided. And one of the reasons why the Black Women Are Ethereal campaign ended was because there was too much negativity, but also I was spiritually tired. I was spiritually drained. I was emotionally drained from having to fight everyone's fight all the time to just say Black Women Are Ethereal the responsibility that was pushed on me and the expectations that were pushed on me, I'm not going to say wasn't fair, but also I was, you know, trying to be an adult. I was trying to take care of responsibilities. I was trying to um, work and, and, and be the best dude that I could be. And I think there's sometimes there is this thing where there's this, recognition of some semblance of a good black man and i'll refer to myself when i say this because i'm some semblance of a good black man there are great black men there are great black women there are great black trans men there are great black trans women and all i do is this little show on my little corner of the internet and i say simple things like black lives matter or black women are ethereal and i'm not the one to lead the fight for everyone um and that's unfortunate i wish that i could be better i wish that i could have more armor um but i'm only one person and i try to do what i can do but the the genesis of this show was for us to be able to spend that time together and have this platform and to be able to discuss things that matter to us and that we think you know are our, our discussion worthy so 
um, this show is what it is. Um, we had a topic. We <laughs> are very good at tangents regardless. And this is one of those tangents. And this is one of those things that is much more important. And we talked about it in the beginning of the show where Sony said there are more important voices that need to be heard right now. And that's just simply what it is. Um, so, you know, I did a lot of listening here and I learned things and I'm I'm with this woman every day. So hopefully people within the space can kind of come to understand the frustration that black women feel, the the, the hopelessness that black women feel, the, the distress that black women feel um, when they're they're supposed to be exalted. They're mothers of the earth like they're they're everything. Um and just because I don't have a black women or ethereal campaign anymore doesn't mean that I don't advocate and I don't carry myself and I don't hold the men around me accountable to be the best men that we can be. Um, and I think that there's a very there's a very large sentiment within the, the black women community that that men don't do that. And I can say with all certainty that in my group of friends, we very much do. Um, and you know, I don't want to distinct, try to make myself distinct or anything like that, because in a lot of ways, like I said, I'm just a regular ass black guy, but it does hurt to hear the frustration and, and, and see our women crying out. And it's just so many times and situations where people just be like, I don't give a fuck. And that's, that's heartbreaking. Um, because y'all deserve everything. Y'all deserve the world. Um, so what I try to do is give the world to the black women that I can. I try to improve my relationships. I haven't always had the best relationship with my mom, but I try to better that. I try to better my marriage. I try to better my friendships with black women, my sisters, um, and, and, and just build from there and spread from there. Cause at the end of the day, you know, I gotta, I gotta take care of what I can take care of and, and hopefully your influence will spread and, and affect other people. Um, because I don't know how black women do it. I don't know how y'all make these fights, your fight, and you have the capacity and you have the heart and you have the magic to, to be able to fight for us all the time how much that must wear on you because I know how much it wear on me and I had to leave social media because of it. Um, I wasn't in a good mental space, but y'all, y'all are made of something different, man. I mean, you know, I always kind of fight the the urge to be like, well, you guys too and blah, blah, blah. But you know, honestly, I think there needs to be a space to just say the stuff to black women because honestly we are saying, you know, we're, we're clearly saying the same thing about y'all you know, in the protest to say like, yo, can y'all stop killing black men? Like they deserve to live and, and the boys, they deserve to grow up and, and be men and have families if they want to, or not have families if they don't want to, or make mistakes and stuff like that. So I, I, I want y'all to understand that that is implied. But the thing is, I know a lot of people try to say, oh, that's implied with black women and all these other groups and stuff like that. But it's like it's it's kind of not because. You know, you have a lot of people telling us, oh, don't say anything or shut up. 
because it's taken away from the movement. It's like, how could it take away from the movement if we're talking about people within the movement? That doesn't make any sense. And it's not being divisive or anything like that. It's just saying, hey, please talk about us as well. Please talk about these people that need help as well. Because if we're being totally honest, especially with black trans women in particular, like the way that they are killed on the level that they are killed in America is on a whole nother fucking level when we're just talking about their group as far as being trans women, but also within the black community. And unfortunately, and, and this is why you guys don't want them to talk about it because it's typically by our own community. But the thing is, you we still need to advocate for that and to stop it. You need to shame these people that are doing it. They need to be shamed. They need to feel ashamed. They need to know what they're doing is wrong. And if they haven't done it already or they're thinking about doing it, like people need to be able to feel that they should stop and, and think twice that it, it's wrong. And literally, they're killing these women because they think it doesn't matter, that they don't matter, that they are you know, an abomination that deserves to die and stuff like that. And it's like, that's what white people who are racist think about black people in general. It doesn't matter if you die and you deserve to because you're animals, you're violent, you're ghetto, you're not smart, whatever, the world will be better or wouldn't even notice if you were to be gone. And that's what you're doing to them. And it's like, or that's what we are doing to them because there are plenty of black women and, and children or whatever that don't care we need to care about them we need to protect them they can't get jobs they are forced to resort to sex work and things like that to try and you know take care of themselves which can cause all sorts of problems with their health they can't get medical attention because people refuse to give them attention and say oh they've chosen this lifestyle so we can't give you help or we can't give you insurance or insurance mm -hmm. won't cover it mm -hmm. you know you chose this and it's like are they they're just supposed to lay down and die and not be people like what the fuck we need to help them like we have to protect our people and they are part of our people and they like legitimately legitimately there is no other way to say it have it worse than uh, every other person you think they chose to be transgendered and to and to still stand behind that even though they know the odds against them and that somebody might just want to kill them just because and they can't get medical attention and they can't get jobs what is so glamorous about it you think they're just choosing it and just being willful and stubborn and staying and standing in it like that don't even make no fucking sense yeah point blank period i mean this this is illuminating and i just hope that i don't know i'm actually considering like dropping this episode today and just putting it out there giving like a bonus episode because it's so relevant and i really feel like our platform whatever it is right now is only going to be like if it never grows this message deserves to be out there and 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 where we stand and and how we feel and just you know one of the other many you know podcasts that are that are making these type of statements but at the end of the day it's a safe space for us it's a safe opportunity for us to discuss the things that that matter to us and this this is this is major, you yeah. know what I mean? So I don't even mind if people don't like it or don't like me for like my thoughts or my feelings about it because it's just like 
I'm the type of person that's pretty like nonchalant and it's just like if you don't like me you don't like me that's fine like we don't ever have to interact but my thing too is if I'm talking about just fucking loving people and giving people respect and like treating people as people whether or not you think that they should use male or feminine or non-binary pronouns or whatever you know what's the problem I'm not saying you don't deserve rights in fact, I'm saying that you do and that everybody does. I'm not saying it, you know, I mean, if you're a piece of shit, you're a piece of shit. So sorry. If you feel like, you know, only you deserve rights and people who, you know, don't look the same as you act the same as you or whatever, don't deserve rights. And you're mad that I'm calling you trash and whatever. Like you could, you could stay mad. I still like you're trash, but you still deserve rights. And I'll still yell at the rooftops for you. I already told you that. I want you to live a long life of being trash. You deserve it. You deserve every opportunity. That's what's to be so trash. crazy to me. But like, like everybody else deserves it too. I'm not saying you don't deserve rights. I don't say you. Do, I'm not saying you don't deserve to live. I'm not saying you don't deserve to have an opinion. You deserve that as a human being. Everybody deserves it. People saying, "Oh, freedom of speech." You're chastising me for freedom of speech, but I have freedom of speech. You're not allowed to. No, that's not the truth. You have People the freedom to say the whatever you want yeah. to say. And everybody else has the freedom to say whatever you want to say. And part of me having the freedom of saying what I want to say and you having the freedom of what you have. You are. If you don't like what I'm saying and your freedom of speech is to comment on it. If I don't like your comment, I have the freedom of speech to say so. Like it works both ways. And and it's like people use people use the Constitution. People people bring up these amendments and, uh, you know, every conversation, every argument has things that can be used to its side but it's just like if you understand and you know your history and you know your law and you know your constitution then it's very simple to understand why black people in this country and marginalized people but mostly black people in this country is who i'm talking about right now feel the way we feel because our constitution says that we have the right to the pursuit of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. We have the right to decency as Americans. You can't sit here and call yourself a patriot or an American and sit here and say, oh, well, there isn't a disparity. Well, or there I would isn't- say also that the Constitution is a form of law that hasn't really been changed in, like, how many hundreds of years? And it needs to. Absolutely. Because we can't just go off of something that white men who own slaves like when they're talking about the pursuit pursuit of happiness and everybody being equal we all know that they weren't talking about black people it took uh, hundreds of years after that and after slavery ended to for black people to not be considered one third of a person well well not one third i think it's like three-fifths or something like something that. like that um a person or th- yeah three-fifths a per- or three-fifths a human or whatever like so they clearly weren't talking about us. So I think it need that that whole document needs to be remanaged and stuff like that. We need a lot more amendments. Like it's it's crazy. Me and that Nigel still, was talking about that very we're thing. Still going off of and using this as a rule of law when things have changed so much. But it's like everybody deserves rights, no matter what, no matter how you identify or anything like that. Like you still deserve basic human rights. You still deserve to have the opportunities 
to not only take care of yourself, but if you want to have a family to, you know, be able to be provided health care and then for people not to discriminate against you just because of how you identify or whatever behaviors you choose to mm. have. I mean, you're still have white people that are out here methed out and still getting health care and saying, oh, there's an opioid problem and it's um, it's a disease. It's not addiction or addiction is a disease and we need to help these people now. Now that people have an opioid problem that are white, then we got to take care of them when they get they should be able to go to rehabs and stuff like that which is included in their insurance they would get insurance for that if they have insurance but oh you can't get the hormones that you need to help you with your transition or it can't be included for gender reassignment or whatever you know whatever just because of how you identify that doesn't make sense you're still a human being that still deserves to get health care and make sure that you're a healthy living person because health care is for everybody because if somebody is sick and they have something that is a communicable disease, that's not just going to stay within their demographic because there are intersections here, you know, however you want to call it, people being on the down low, people having fetishes, people who fetishize transgendered women and transgendered men and keep it on the down low, but talk about them, you know, in front of everybody else and stuff right, like that. Right. Or, or, or gay men or gay women, they, they, they fetishize them and mess with them on the down low, if you want to call it like that, but, or not ready to come out or whatever, and then do their other stuff, which th- people deem as normal. You, if, if somebody is unable to get health care and they have a communicable disease and, and they spread it because they, there's no they're just living their life as everybody would live their life people are not just going to isolate oh i have this and i'm just gonna like it's what people have their issues whatever they do whatever they want to do even if they know and a lot of times they don't know if they have something because what they don't have health care and they can't go to the doctor <laughs> it's not just going to stay in that community it's not so it affects everybody that's why uh, people have so much, you know, on a tangent again, people will have so much issues with people who are anti-vaxxers. It's not, whatever happens, is not just going to stay in your community because there's people who are not anti-vax, but they have children who have, you know, compromised immune systems or they're not able to get vaccina- vaccinated at a certain mm-hmm. point for this or they haven't gotten theirs yet or whatever. And then your kid is a fucking, you, belongs to you who's an anti-vaxxer and they get smallpox and now that shit is running rampant through the community. Just like it was um, a couple months ago, I think over in the Midwest where um, measles, fucking measles yeah, ran people. rampant around yeah. the fucking kids. And then people talking about, oh, what can I do um, to help my child if they catch measles or, you know, to prevent it because, you know, they, I'm trying to keep them healthy. Give them the vaccination for it. Like, there's nothing else like, and oh, what can I do besides vaccination? Nothing. Vaccinate them. Right. Like, that's 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 the answer. Like, there's no other. But, yeah, I, I don't I don't like here's my thing. This space and this show is going up today. Fuck it. Um, this space is where we come to discuss what matters to us. And if y'all heard anything my wife said today, and hopefully I've been as good of an advocate and ally to other marginalized people that we've talked about: black trans women, black trans men, LGBTQIA, um, whoever is affected like first off you know stop killing us <laughs> um i think this you know it's pretty simple um and 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 also this is an opportunity for the country to change and awaken and you know the, maybe the revolution will be televised because everybody got phones like 
it's 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 enough you know what i mean like support each other love each other like i think i don't i think i've said you know for the main part everything that i wanted to say you know i have not always been as i said before i've not always been the best i've not always been the most open-minded i've know that i've had ignorant thoughts and stuff and i have been a part of the you know decency and and morality and and saying you know that these things matter above anything else and stuff like that you know playing playing those type of politics especially when i was younger um and luckily i have been able to live long enough to be able to change those views and to be able to educate Mm -hmm. myself Mm -hmm. and you really shouldn't have to meet you know a person who was a part of those groups to to say oh i see them as a human being and they deserve rights it's but not that fortunately hard. Fortunately or unfortunately, I was able to do that and to see people for who they are and to meet people and just see, like, you're just a person just like me, you know. So I can't say that, that you shouldn't have to do that to be able to get to that point. I want to say that, you know, hopefully not the majority of that for me was was, was why I was able to treat someone like, the, like, like I'm a decent human being. But I can't say that it's not part of it. So I can't say that it shouldn't be part of it for you. I can only say that, I you know people are people and really we can just look at it like that you know and if you're you know upset about people having diseases and stuff like that like whatever like first of all it's ignorant to think that a certain group of people is just going to have diseases or whatever just because they're a certain group of people and stuff like that but even if that's the case they should not be precluded from having health care of being taken care of whatever like basically all of that i'm trying to say is i've had views that were ignorant i was ignorant and i had to learn and it, there's no shame in having to learn. You should learn. And if you, you know, don't care about people now because of you're coming from a place of ignorance and you don't really understand, then, you know, educate yourself. Like, if you think you're a good person, then be a good person. That's part of being a good person. Caring about people is not going to make you a bad person. If you're already a good person, you should already care about people. Like, you can care about more people. Like, it, you can. You can care about more people. Um and you know if you didn't know i'm muslim i identify as muslim um you know to a lot of people i may not seem to be like the best muslim or the most devout or you know makes a lot every day or you know whatever you know because still i am a part of the world and i'm concerned with the world and maybe not so much about the afterlife and i uh, hopefully i live long enough where the things that i need to adjust and, and and make changes to so that i can be pleasing in the eyes of allah that i can do but i still identify as muslim because i believe that prophet muhammad peace be upon him is allah's messenger and there is no other god but allah and you know i went through my little phase of oh there's some things in the quran that i don't like and maybe i'll be christian and blah 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 but to me when i knew the truth and for me that's the truth there's no way to turn away from that and again i may still do stuff that's a part of the world but that's just my beliefs and even with that and some things that people say oh you know allah is not you know happy with the people doing things and stuff like that you know there are things that you can be chastised for and things that you do that may be sins but I don't think he would abandon any of his people. And that includes all of the marginalized groups that I talked about, unless you are being hateful towards his children and you want to kill them and you want to murder them and you want to mutilate them and you want to make their life harder because that's not for you to do any sort of punishment and things like that are for him. Do not presume to think that you can put yourself in his place to be judge, jury and executioner Mm -hmm. and to provide punishment. That is 
disgusting and that's wrong and that's what he hates he wants you to love all of his children and to be loved um and he is the most forgiving and you know and i think you know of course people believe that in christianity and things like that and there's you know there's a, there's a lot of intersectionalism between um you know the religions that have to do with you know judeo-christian islam like i mean there's a, there's no way around it we have a lot of the same stories and stuff like that and there's just different steps of where we are and in, in, in worshiping the same god but uh god is the most forgiving the most loving the most high you know so if he can and he is infinite and the ruler of everything why can't you you are but a person you think your little measly love and your little measly forgiveness and your little measly compassion is anything compared to his so if you can love a person can you imagine how much god loves that fucking person so why can't you why can't you because any sort of just oh i was just nice to this person today i don't even care about them i i don't believe in, in transgender people blah blah blah. but i was kind to them do you think your little instance of kindness that they may appreciate can you imagine the kindness and the love that god has for that person can you even fucking imagine so for you to just I don't know to, to disregard that doesn't make any sense to me I think that's going to be like the last thing I say on this I think we've gone pretty pretty far in it because we've delved from like uh politics and then of course devolved into religion and stuff like that well I don't know if that's the right word to say devolved but you know mm -hmm. they say like when you drink and stuff not that I've been drinking but when you drink and stuff you run the gamut of like religion and politics and stuff like this so I think we've gotten to that point but I think we should all be kind to each other and love each other and people need to be recognized and there's no problem in making the distinctions and saying hey we're for everybody who's black and we're for everybody who's black and he's a, here are the people that we're talking about can we all get some rights but yeah that's it let's all be nice to each other i mean i know people hate that and it's like oh nice oh that's corny but like can we <laughs> can we I have um, nothing else to add. I think that um, I think that that was apt and pure. And like I said, I'll probably post this episode immediately today, and we'll put it up. And you know, I, I promise you guys, we are a blurred nerd hobby type show. But in these times, you know, when these intersections meet, it's important to understand you know where your content creators are coming from and where they stand and, and what their their thoughts are on things like this and of course if that's something that you want to take with you moving forward as you enjoy our show great if it's something that you want to say okay yeah this is what they thought and you know now back to regular scheduled programming great um but i'll never have a platform with my wife and not give her an opportunity to discuss her truths and, and, and her thoughts and her feelings and her spirit, uh, because that's what I love about her. Hopefully within this episode, y'all can kind of see what I love about her as well. And I'm a lucky ass dude. So well, I'm a lucky ass girl. And again, I just want to say, I love black men 
I have so much love for black men, black boys, black girls, black lives matter, black men's lives matter, black boys' lives matter, black women's lives matter, black girls' lives matter, black trans lives matter, and within that, black trans women, black trans men, non-binary black lives matter, gay black men's lives matter, lesbian black women's lives matter, if you're, you know, pansexual, your life matters, especially to me if you are black. If you are asexual and you are black, your life matters. It runs the gamut. Black lives matter. Please, let's also make those distinctions within a, to each other and to everybody else. That you cannot do that. Like, just because we're cishet black people. You can't just pander to us if you're outside of our group and, and think we'll be happy with that. You need to pander to everybody since, you know, we want to use pander and say that that's negative. You need to kowtow so to all of us. Um, and we all deserve rights because we're all marginalized. But those groups that I mentioned before, even more so, unfortunately, and we we matter. And I think that we matter and we all matter. Um and you know to say that I love you guys again like I said some of y'all might be assholes might be pieces of shit we might not get along I might not care for you might have no feelings for you at all you know just you're a person and I don't really care what happens to you one way or the another as far as like your life concerns but your life concerns me is the fact that you deserve to live and you deserve to have rights um and be able to thrive in America I feel like you deserve it I mean I like you I may even hate you as a person uh, maybe you're a person that has done something to me or i've done something to you or whatever but if you're black you matter and you deserve to live i'm not perfect i'm petty i hold grudges but just because of that i don't think that you deserve to die or have someone kneel on your neck until the blood stops flowing to your brain and you die like no you deserve to live i hope you're never in my space i hope we never meet you know some of y'all but I want you to live and have rights. So. Bye. The next episodes will be much happier. Yeah. Sorry. That was the maelstrom in my brain that I just had to vomit in this episode for all of you guys. So I'm done. I'm out. Tapping out. Goddamn gorgeous woman. All right, y'all. Well, y'all know where to find us if you need us. Um, this episode is going up, and I will. I probably won't even pump this episode. It's not really about that. It's not really about the attention or the clicks or anything like that. Um, but hopefully, y'all enjoy. Um, join the conversation. Um, as I always say, uh, y'all y'all got our social medias now. Um, back to regularly scheduled program this this episode is actually going to come out on father's day so happy father's day to all the the good dads out there the the black dads and and as essential as y'all are um happy father's day to my father my father-in-law um my best friend uh is a dad my my other best friend is a dad um so just happy father's day to everybody out there man on behalf of blur life with my wife and um just treat each other well and um, do the best you can until you know better. And then when you know better, do better.
in the words of uh, Maya Angelou. So let me get back to my woman and back to my Sunday. And uh, y'all have a good one. And we'll see you next time.